wonderful morning, isn't it? It's fantastic. Good to, good to see you. Good to be with you. We, uh, we had this brutal cold weather, so Esther and I decided we'd get away a little bit and went to Alaska. <laughs> it was warmer there than here when we arrived, but they stay cold and this much snow, and we decided we'll come back home. Good news. For all of those of you who are in Arizona and Texas, winter was last week. <laughs> this next week, it's going to be in the 60s. You can come home now. It's, it's fantastic. Good to, good to welcome all of you. It's rodeo week in our area. Black Hills Stock Show and Rodeo's on. We've got uh, actually a couple of people I know, Rance and, and his buddy are roping today in, in roping, head or healer uh, there, and, and which, which leads me to, I heard this week that they think Jesus was a cowboy. He was a healer. I hope that's not sacrilegious, but whatever. We're, we're good. We're all good. It's really, really good to see you. It's good to be together in God's house. And today we're going to dive back into the book of Philippians. By the way, many of you have talked to me that, that my grandson Dawson spoke for us last week. And oh yeah, yeah, not bad for a kid, huh? Not, not bad. And I'm grateful for the word of God is in Philippians. And we're going to lead up to the passage. He talked to us about this lifestyle of prayer, this pray without ceasing. We're going to lead up to that passage and surround that here over the next few weeks. And, and, but, but we're back in Philippians, and we're going to talk about this whole idea of a matter of focus, of being a citizen of heaven. And I, I just want you to put this in focus. The Apostle Paul is writing this. He enjoys dual citizenship that's actually triple citizenship. He's a citizen of Israel. He, he's a born Israeli Hebrew. He was also a citizen of Rome, the Roman government, which not, not everybody in the subject nations was, but he had that right and privilege. One of the reasons he could appeal to the Caesar of the Supreme Court was because he was a Roman citizen. So he's writing from the standpoint of a person who enjoyed dual earthly citizenship, and he's saying to us, I really want you to consider yourself a citizen of heaven park that thought for a minute. Understand, remember, in the book of Philippians, it's a book about joy. He's writing to us about how to have joy, how to get it, how to sustain it, how to grow it, how to have joy, how to be a rejoicing person. So put this all in context to say, if you want joy. I, uh, I've had a really good week, except a couple, two or three things were not good. And I've been reminded of this. And part of this, I'm like, seriously, God, you're just doing this to me because you know I've got to preach this on Sunday? Really? Come on. I, I get it. I get it. You don't have to make it an object lesson all the time for me. But, but there have been two or three of those things, and, and God's been reminding me of perspective and focus. And that's really what this passage, I think, is all about. So let's just jump into it. And the first thing we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, Wait, wait a minute, there's, there's a slogan that comes up before this. There's, I think we missed a slide. Because there's a key phrase to this. There you go. There's a key phrase to this that I want you to get in this verse of Scripture and that I want to make sure 
that this first few minutes is going to be, it's this focused mind on earthly things, he says. These people have their mind on earthly things. For the word mind, think the word focus, attention. I'm fixing, I'm fastening it to that. Their focus is on earthly things. Oh boy, should I stop right there? Because I got to tell you, that's, that's pretty normal. Right? My, I had a frozen drain this year. My mind was on earthly things. Let's get this earth thought out. That's, indoor plumbing is not overrated. My mind is on earthly things. Are, are you with me? Right? I mean, come on. We get distracted all the time. I'm already thinking about lunch. How about you? I, I'm just saying our mind is on earthly things. That's normal. Hello? See, and, and I want him to say, yeah, duh. This is like where I live. And he's saying that's the problem. Because your mind is focused, you are fixed on earthly things, and this is a joy robber for you. Ooh. So let's go. Let's read the passage of Scripture. And I'm going to tell you, he's describing his current culture. See if it reminds you of anything you know. For as I've often told you before, and now tell you again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Oh boy, watch this. Here's the description. Their destiny is destruction. Pause a moment. Their destiny is destruction. They're doing things. It blows my mind, by the way, when I look at many things going on in current culture. I'm thinking, seriously, you've got to know this doesn't work. Seriously, how many times do we have to do this and it turns out to be a disaster before you get a clue? Their destiny is destruction. Seriously, this is going to blow up. Seriously, this is going to not end well. This is going to, hello? This is a train wreck waiting to happen, and you do it again and again and again. Now, he's also talking about broader and bigger destiny, but, but are you with me? You understand, if I'm thinking about this, at this moment, I'm not all that joyous. How about you? See, this is part of the problem. Keep that in context. Watch this. Their, their destiny is destruction. Oh, their God is their stomach. <laughs> Did I mention I'm already thinking about lunch? Um, <laughs> See, see, but, but widen, that, widen that category. They worship, focus, pay attention to what they consume. Let's put it in that perspective. Does that make sense? So we we, we worship, have you noticed this? Pretty much every time you buy something, you're, you start thinking about the next thing you're supposed to buy. We worship what we consume. We just, we just live in such a consumer age and world, right? I mean, part of that's natural. We are, we, are, we are designed, created with an acquisitiveness. That means we need to acquire things. We want to get things. That's not a bad thing necessarily, but it can become a bad thing when that starts to dominate, take over our lives. I, we start thinking, I am what I have. I am what I consume. So instead of just your food, your stomach, think, think about this. Am I focused too much on what I eat, what I wear, what I drive, where I live? Is my focus too much on earthly things, on what I consume? Let's go to the next one. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Back up to the back up to the verse. The next part of the verse, and their glory is in their shame. So watch this. Their enemies, their their destiny, their destiny's destruction. Their gods, their stomach, and what they consume, and their glory is in their shame. They're proud of you. You almost think he's been watching TikTok or something. I mean, you, 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 seriously, now I'm an old geezer and I, I get that, but, but still, 
you think things that, that were just a short time ago very shameful, now it seems to be, people seem to glory in them. Huh. I mean, they're like really proud of this. They're like really open and in your face about this. Huh. Wow, their glory is in their shame. But then he summarizes it all. And, and we wanna, I want to spend just a minute or two there. Their mind is set. And that word set in English, it means fixed, established, rooted, grounded. Their mind, their focus, their thinking is established, set on earthly things. So right now would be a good time to ask yourself the question. How much of my thinking is about earthly things? And I'm going to guess about 99% is what I'm going to guess. Hello? Hey, you're not bad people. I mean, well, a couple of you, but no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, you're good people. You're good people. But uh, hey, I'm, I'm right in here with us. Come on, about 99% of the time, we're thinking about earthly things. Our mind's set on earthly things. What's next? What do I do? What do I have? What do I get? Where do I go? How's this hurt? What is this? Earthly things. Our mind is set on earthly things. And so I'm going to propose to you, as a matter of fact, at the end of this message, I'm going to ask you to say this out loud with me. I'm going to say, God, help me to be aware of earthly things, but to be focused on heavenly things. And that's difficult, ladies and gentlemen. Well, but, but let's put it in the context in which he's writing Philippians about joy. Because I got to tell you, the more I'm focused on earthly things, the less joyful I am. Now, I got a lot of good stuff and a lot of things to be happy about earthly things. I'm not suggesting that life's really miserable for me. It's not. It's good. But there's stuff out there. The more I listen to news, the less joy I have. The more I think about societal shifts and cultural trends, the less joy I have. Hello? The more I think about uh, how old I'm getting, the less joy I have. Are, are, you, are you with me? The more I think about how expensive stuff is, the less joy I have. Hello? Have I really depressed you? It gets better. Hang on, don't leave right now. I'm just telling you though, if your mind is set on earthly things, you have struggles with joy. But watch this. Some of you will say, well, well by the way, Paul's writing this 2,000 years ago and you say, well, that sounds like today's culture. You're right. This is human nature stuff, understand. This didn't happen with the advent of social media. This has been around a while. And, and he's saying these big picture parameters, this big stuff has, is part of it and it consumes us and distracts us and obsesses us. And even, ladies and gentlemen, when we get upset about the stuff that we actually should be upset about, but when we get focused and fixed on that, we lose our joy. So next time, for instance, you find yourself discouraged, sad, disappointed, depressed, here's a great question to ask. Where's my focus? Because I gotta tell you, I'm betting you're not thinking a lot about heaven right then. I'm just guessing. It's a good guess, actually, more than a guess. You're, you're, you're focused on stuff here that's not going well. I'm not saying be oblivious to this. Paul was a dual citizen. He's in jail. He's in chains when he writes this. He's awaiting execution when he writes this. He's not, he's not a big fan of the government of his own subset nation or of the larger Roman Empire at that time. He's definitely not a fan. He speaks out against them. He's not unaware of the circumstances that are going on, but he said, I, 
uh, I, I got to tell you, there's something. There's a higher plane. Let's look at that. Let's go to the next one, please. And that is citizenship in heaven. Instead of your mind being focused on things of the earth, he says, I want to talk to you about citizenship in heaven. So let's read. Our citizenship is in heaven. So what's the contrast? Their mind is on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm going to get back to this a little bit about the returning of Christ, but watch this. We eagerly, we anticipate, we, we look forward to a Savior. I wish Christians would, would remember this difference. I'm already, I'm already watching news about the upcoming election. I'll go ahead and acknowledge that. I already have, I'm pretty sure how I'm going to vote. I'll acknowledge that. Um, I, I'm already care about that pretty deeply. I'll acknowledge that. But that's different than a savior. Hello? Whoever it is, I, whoever it is we elect will serve two years or four years. We're, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. We'll have limited impact. It matters. You should vote. You should vote clearly and carefully, but not a savior. And we need to remember that. And he says, we need to eagerly await a savior from there, from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll walk through this and we'll come back and unpack it a little bit. So who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control. Did you just hear that? Take a deep breath. Your joy should have just gone up. We just talked about this world going up, coming apart and stuff. But watch this. Who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Hallelujah. Let's go. So citizenship in heaven, let me point out these key things. First of all, it's a savior who is returning. We don't talk about that a lot here. It's interesting, maybe we should more. But, but one of the key elements of a Christian faith is that Jesus Christ is coming again. One of the reasons we sometimes don't talk about it is that it seems so preposterous. And let me just say up front, it is preposterous. It was preposterous that he came the first time, by the way. That God, the sovereign Lord, almighty God, would come to earth in a human body, that's preposterous. The fact that he would be born of a virgin, people don't do that. That's God. That's preposterous. The fact that he would live among us and willingly lay down his life, die even the death of a cross, willingly when he didn't have to because he lived a life without sin, that's preposterous, and he would die and pay the penalty for my sin and your sin when he didn't have to, that's preposterous. And then he would be in a grave and on the third day he would rise from the grave. I don't know anybody else like that. That's preposterous. Are you, are you beginning to see the picture? Where this is God we're talking about here, right? This is not normal paradigm. This is not normal human behavior or experience. He's saying, I'm God. I do this amazing out of the box, over the top. I'm God stuff. And, oh, by the way, I'm coming again. I'll give you hints, I'll give you ideas, I'll give you word pictures and metaphors, and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of tell you how this is gonna happen. In some cases, I'll get really detailed. In some cases, I'm gonna 
keep a puzzle, a piece of the puzzle out because I don't want you knowing everything. Uh, I, 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 because you, you would just, you would just not be ready when it happened. I'm, I'm just at some point he's saying, but I am coming back. He said. He said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, here's here's what he said, if I go, and he did, I will come again. Oh. And this same Jesus, the voice from heavens, this same Jesus whom you've seen taken up from you, he will come again in like manner. Oh boy, hello. He said, Well, that really stretches my faith. Get stretching, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's it's no more preposterous than that he already came and did what he did. But he's coming again. He said, I'm 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 a savior who's returning. There's some days when you gotta say, Amen, Lord Jesus, today would be a really good day. And some days when you totally understand, yeah, we can put a band-aid on this, we can put a fix on this, but yes, that's the Savior who will appear. Let's go to the next one. And that is, he says, I'm coming back with power. See, that's one of the joy robbers that we have. <laughs> I've, I've, entered, I've said some of the same stuff and been watched. You, know, you, you, you elect the president that you want, and you may even elect the house that you want and the Senate that you want, and then they can't get something done. Anybody? And you hear, well, we need, uh, we need a 60-vote majority in the Senate before we can get anything done. Seriously, give me a break. And then the other party gets that and they can't get anything done. So being president has quite a bit of power, but as it turns out, not that much. Having a majority in the House Senate matters. It does make a difference. I'm not, not minimizing it. But as it turns out, they still can't get much done. Are you with me? We're all frustrated by that. It's a joy robber, right? Seriously, people, figure it out. Get something done. And Jesus says, I'm coming back. And when I come back, I'll have 100% power. I won't have 51%. I won't have 49%. I won't have 59%. You won't, you won't filibuster me. When I'm coming back, let's go to the next slide, because it, it fits in that, and that's control. He said he's going to have the whole power that enables him to control everything. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you understand, this is not, he's not talking political power. Or, or I, I, I'm a proud American, like our Constitution and all that stuff, so please don't understand that. I have dual citizenship in, in the United States and in heaven. And in heaven, uh, I have a, have a vote that sometimes makes a difference and sometimes doesn't. And limited power and limited rights. But in heaven, I have an allegiance to he who has all power and all control. So that's one of the reasons he says, pray that God's will come on on earth as it is in heaven. And when you pray that prayer, that means perfectly. I want God's will to be in heaven uncontested under his control. See, 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 understand, if my mind is on the stuff that we can't get done here, that's a joy robber. If my mind is fixed, it's coming, it's gonna happen. There's a day coming when Jesus is saying, I have all power in heaven and on earth and I'll be in control and it'll be good. It'll be really good. Let's go to, the, let's go to the one more. <laughs> this is personal. This, this you can see is more societal, more, more cultural. He said, and he will, he says, transform our lowly 
bodies, earthly bodies, into being like Jesus' heavenly body. Hello. Wow. That's pretty cool. I got to watch some uh, kids' basketballs. One of the reasons we went to Alaska, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there in the stands, of course, thinking, huh, I remember doing some of that. I remember, huh, I remember when that didn't hurt. <laughs> I remember being able to think I could do that again the next day. Huh. Wow, that's been a while. <laughs> ain't happening again. He said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're thinking small. I'm going to transform you, your lowly body. Let me, let me just address myself to those of you who live with chronic pain. That's, that's an onerous thing. It eats at you. It wears you out. It's awfully hard. Jesus is saying, I got hope for you. There's light at the end of that tunnel. I'm going to transform that lowly body into a body that never experiences pain. Like never. Charlie, you're waiting for spare parts these days. And, and good, I'm, I'm glad we can still do that, I think. And Jesus is saying, yeah, Charlie, that's good. That's a temporary... And I got something for you, man. I'm going to take your body, Charlie, and I'm going to make it about 30 years old perfect. Huh. Hallelujah. I mean, I think you got good doctors. They're not that good. Are, are everybody with me? See what I'm saying? Jesus is saying, I got this for you. I got you. I've got, I got a future for you. I've got good news for you. I'm going to, I'm going to transform you. Are you starting to see why if your focus is on being a citizen in heaven, you're quite a bit happier than if your focus is on being on earth? If I start thinking about this stuff, well then, I'm pretty good shape. I've got a future. Life's good. Hello? I mean, I'm in no hurry, but on the other hand, sounds like a good... Amen? Let, let's, let's, let's go to one more. So now we're, we're translating, we're going into chapter 4, and, and we're going to wrap up with this, but it's key. Not only joy, but he's saying, I want this to be foundational and sustainable in your life. What's this. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. See, we're, we're, we're in a day where we're getting blown around. We're, we're getting buffeted. We're getting, can I hang in there? Can I stand there? He says, this is how you stand firm in the Lord by keeping your fix, your hope, your focus on heavenly citizenship, not earthly citizenship. I want you to be able to stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friend. I want you to have joy. I want you to be able to rejoice. I want you to know that you have a future. I want you to know that I've got you. I've got power and control. When I think it's right, you watch this. It's all going to be under my control. And you are going to be transformed to be made new. You are going to start over brand new. You are going to, wow, I got you. So just hang in there. Stand firm in this way, he says, with your focus right so remember I told you I'm going to ask you to repeat something with me. We're going to do this in just a minute. 
And I'm going to ask for the people who are watching us online. We have a, we have a group of people who are meeting in Mexico right now who are watching us. Buenos dias. And, and, and I want for you in Mexico to say this out loud where you are in your group. We have, we have a few groups that are meeting in, in, in Arizona and Texas and uh, everywhere around the world and especially right here in this room. I want you to say it out loud. So I'll give you the line and I want you to repeat it with me out loud. And then I'd, I'd really like for you to say it every day for this week at least. So the line is, I want to be aware of earthly things. I want to be focused on heavenly things. I'm not, I'm not saying to you, bury your head in the sand. I'm not saying to you, don't care about this stuff. I want to be aware of earthly things. I want to be focused on heavenly things. Are you ready to say this? Like right out loud. Like, like, like out loud, like all of you. Are you ready? Get your vocal cord. <clears throat> Come on. You ready to go? Let's go. You ready to go? Here we go. I want to be aware of earthly things and focused on heavenly things. Wow, you did that well. There's two of you didn't though. Let's pick you up. Let's go. Let's do it again. I want you to be aware of earthly things. I want to be focused on heavenly things. Amen. Amen. In this way, he says, I want you to stand firm in the Lord. I got to tell you, if you remind me of that, I'll be better. My tendency will be to forget that. Next time I have a drain freeze up, I'll, I'll tend to forget heaven. <laughs> Hello? Are you with me? Next time something doesn't start or doesn't work or something hurts or... This, happen, this sounds like life. Anybody? Right? And, and, and you get all focused on earthly stuff and you forget... You're a citizen of heaven. This is temporary. Put a Band-Aid on it. Suck it up. <laughs> Be aware of earthly things, but focus on heavenly things. Wow. So i got to build triggers into my life and disciplines into my life to keep refocusing me on heavenly things. Amen? I mean, this is not just escapism. No, 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 no. Stuff's still going to hurt. Things will happen. Stuff will happen that you don't like. I get that. But Jesus is saying, you got a future. You got a future. And it's good. It's real good. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. We really, really, really do. Wow. God, you're so good to us. A lot of our world's messed up. It, it was 2,000 years ago. And people are headed for destruction and glory in their shame and they worship what they consume and all of those things we would say that are as relevant to us today as they were then. And if I focus on what's wrong and what's not going well, I wind up robbed of joy, robbed of strength, robbed of the ability to stand. So God... Help us to focus on the fact that we are a citizen of heaven. You're not going to lose an election in heaven. You're God, the sovereign Lord God. You have power that enables you to have control, and you are our Savior, and you will transform us to be like you. Wow, God, that's just, 
To be honest, God, that seems too good to be true. But we know you, and you say, trust me. It really is true. I got that for you. Help us that our joy be fixed on something that is sustainable and indeed eternal. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. God bless you. Wow, you're a wonderful audience. God bless you. I love you. Take care.